Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I promised you guys after two weeks without Christopher, I said, I promise you, we'll be back this time. So hello, welcome back. Hi, where have I been? <laughs> it's just our scheduling has been off and I've thought to myself, I can either knock this out in the middle of the day while I'm working or I can wait for you and like do it at night or on the weekend and in the last two weeks I've just decided to do it by myself. I mean, recording at night is not really your thing. Not, a, not even a little bit, not my thing. Not even. Evening is pushing it. Yeah. Afternoon is pushing it, to be honest. And I don't love the weekends either, but we're doing it. We're getting it done. I told him that we would do it, so we would do it doing it let's start with a giveaway somebody messaged me and they were like how do i win the stuff you give away on saturdays and 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 the funny thing is in my mind which i know is not y'all's mind but in my mind i'm like i feel like i say this a hundred million times how can anybody not know right do you feel that way i mean if they've listened to a Saturday episode where they hear you're giving something well, away, here, that's, yes. that's kind of my I point. Mean, yeah. If you know enough to know that I give things away on Saturday, how is it possible to not know how to win? That's a great question. Selective hearing, I guess. I, I guess. I mean, I mean, I think about it. If I listen to a podcast, there are a lot of times where I'm like, crap, I've missed the last three minutes because I was thinking about something else. So maybe just every time yeah. I talk about how to win, they're just thinking about something Oh, else. this again? <laughs> and then they Brain shuts down and yeah. goes to something else. So let me just let me just get everybody on the same page. Send Chris fifty dollars. Tap tap tap. Like this is your Venmo. Come back to me moment. Okay. There's three ways to win. I give something away every single Saturday. These are not like random chachkis I get for free. These are all like good things I pay for myself. Yeah. And three very easy win- ways to win. And remember, you can enter to win every single week. So we have had people that have been multiple winners. Three ways. Number one, leave a review of this podcast on Apple Podcast. Number two leave a review of Chasing Cupcakes on Amazon, or number three, which is the one most people do because it's the easiest and you can do it more than once, and you can't leave reviews more than once, um, unfortunately. Unfortunately, I guess. But the easiest one is to post on either Facebook or Instagram with an episode of this show that you're listening to or something that you've loved or learned from the show. Just make sure to tag me. And a couple of people have asked, how do I tag you on Facebook if we're not friends? Good question. I have zero Facebook friends. Maybe I have like four, but still, not a lot. Um... Primal Potential Podcast is what you tag on Facebook. That's like the business page. And then on Instagram, you tag me at Elizabeth Benton because that's just the way Instagram works. So you know what I thought we'd give away today? Two things. Pray tell. Yeah. I just almost went three, but no, two is good. Um, one, I was going to do the Fat Co. Fat Stick. Okay. Because I love that. And if you guys are new here and you're like, what the hell is a fat stick? It's a great moisturizer stick. It's like better than chapstick. I'm not a lip stuff person i'm not a lipstick lip gloss don't even own it but i i mean we need to moisturize our lips right but this is um think of it as like a taller wider 
chapstick in terms of the way that it looks, but it's all purpose. So like if I have a dry spot on my cheeks or on my hands, like I'll use it on my cuticles, things like that, uh, it's really awesome for that. Fat Co. is where I go for all of my skincare. That's where I get my cleansing oils, where I get my moisturizer, and the Fat Co. Fat, fat Stick something I use every day. So I'm going to give away one of those and also going to give away Sleep Plus today because we haven't done that. Oh, yeah. It's been a while. And okay, I have talked about this a hundred times on the, on the show before. Sleep is one of those very, very important things, important for our health, important for our body weight, important for hunger regulation and cravings. For those people who feel like their hunger is out of control and their cravings are out of control and they start the day strong and they have no willpower, I'm going to guess that you're either not getting enough sleep or you're not getting quality sleep, but that can be tricky for people. That whole, I think this is more of a female thing because you are asleep within seven seconds of like laying down. 99% 99% of the time. I can't argue with that. Yeah. But there's like um, a phrase called wired but tired. And it's mostly women that I think deal with this, that you're super exhausted. But as soon as you lay down, you're just wired. Like, I got to do this. And I got to take care of this and that. And the other thing, whereas you just, it's off. It's over. Um, but Sleep Plus is a really great natural sleep product. What I love most about it is that it doesn't contain melatonin. I'm not a fan of melatonin. The reason being, and look, if you take melatonin and it works for you, cool, not here to debate that, you do you. The reason I personally am not a fan of melatonin is because melatonin is actually something that's produced naturally by the body. And so when we supplement with it, it can suppress our body's own production of it, which can be problematic. So Sleep Plus, super awesome, all natural sleep aid. Um, If I'm having trouble sleeping, it's something I absolutely turn to. Even if I'm not having trouble sleeping, it can help me sleep more deeply. So we're going to give away that today. Going to give away the Fat Co. Fat Stick. That's it. That's it. Two things. You were trying to go for a third because you love your listeners. No, no, no. What I was going to say is. I heard it. For all the people who have messaged me about Fat Co. stuff, I have that coupon code for you. If you use the coupon code PRIMAL when you go to fatco.com, that's F-A-T-C-O. All capitals. Well, Primal is all capital, not Fatco. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to fatco.com, you can use the coupon code PRIMAL, all caps, P-R-I-M-A-L, and you'll get 10% off. All right. We'll announce the winner at the end of the show. Let's get to the questions. But first, wait. Okay. Hold how, on. How are you? Because you haven't, I haven't had you here in two weeks. I know. I'm, you know, rested. Are you? Sure. Yeah. Two weeks off from... Last week, people were asking how the goats were, so I had to answer that. Goats are pretty great. Goats are great. You love, love the, the goats. goats. Yeah. I was just down with the goats before recording this. I know. One, mm. of, them, one of them likes carrots, so that was cool. The other ones have really could care less. Yeah. Okay. We can go could, to the questions couldn't now. Couldn't care less, I guess, is if I'm going to say it properly. Yeah. Semantics. Please say something improperly, because then I'll just get emails about what you said that was like wrong or insensitive or... Which yeah. is why I corrected myself. Yeah. Anyway... That's a whole. That's a whole another tangent. I'm not going to go off on today. I beat him to it. So our Hit first with the question. question. Got it. Coming at you like a like a brick in the face, or no? What is it? A twisted T to the face is how this one's going to hit us. What? You've not seen the video? No. Oh gosh. This... Just ask the question. What are you even talking about? I don't even know what twisted T is, and why do I want it to hit me in the face? You don't. But there's a video out there. Okay. And anyway. Someone eggs someone on and gets blasted in the face by a can of Twisted Tea. 
Is that like a drink? Ouch. Yeah. Okay. It's an alcoholic hard tea kind of like. Okay. Next yeah. question. So here we go. Right. First question, really. Okay. Let's go. Here it goes. I'm about to start my first ever full-time job as a primary school teacher. I'm Australian. Good eye, mate. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, keep I keep getting told by others <laughs> about how heavy and stressful the workload is, how I'll lose my weekends, and how I'll put on weight due to stress. Uh, I know this is just drama and I don't have to listen to it, but it's maybe want to be as prepared as possible. What is the best advice? Uh, what, would, what would be your best advice for starting a full-time job and how to balance all aspects of life to ensure I manage stress in my time? And, or if you have any previous podcast recommendations regarding this, can you point me to them? Okay. So people who are telling you this job is so heavy and so stressful and you're going to lose your weekends and put on weight, ignore those people. Like seriously, because the reality is stress is entirely subjective, right? It, it depends. If somebody has some unicorn and fairy tale life and then they like get thrown into the workforce and they're like, oh my gosh, I've never worked a 40 hour week in my job. Oh my gosh. I mean, you know, primary school teacher, I've never worked with kids. For that person, it could be very stressful. For somebody else who has, well, been through some stuff in their life, it might not be stressful at all. So first, don't let how other people, even if it's a conglomerate of people, how they perceive stress, how they respond to stress, don't let that even enter your mind. But I do love that you're saying, I know it's drama, but it's made me want to be as prepared as possible. Advice for balancing all aspects of your life. To make sure that you manage stress and your time. Boundaries. First and foremost, boundaries. One of my master's club members had messaged me or maybe put in our Facebook group or something like that about how she has a job where, you know, her phone is just not her own anymore and they expect her to respond seven days a week and this, that, and the other thing. That is something that we put on ourselves. That is not something, unless when you're like applying for a job, they say you have to be on call and you have to work nights and weekends. Aside from that, and I've done this before, if we start responding to emails on the weekends, if we start answering our phone at eight o'clock, nine o'clock at night, we've now taught people that they can expect that from us. And that is not a them problem. It's an us problem. So have some boundaries here. And I was terrible at this in my corporate job before Primal. My first job out of college was fine because I was like, I'm not, I'm not giving you my weekends. But then when I started caring a little bit more, I did. I gave away my nights. I gave away my weekends. And even the first easy five years of Primal, oh, yeah. same thing. But the reality is, if you have clarity on your boundaries, you're going to be fine. And so for you, if that means I'm going to be done work by five and I'm not going to engage in work on weekends or I'm going to give it 30 minutes. There's going to be a 30 minute where like I'll check in, you know, maybe catch up on something, lesson plan or whatever. Whatever the boundary is for you, just have the boundary. This only becomes an issue for people when they don't have boundaries, when they haven't really given that any thought. And I love the, there's, oh gosh, I can never remember the name of the law, but it basically says that the task expands to the amount of time that you give to. I think it's Parkinson's law, but if it's not, it doesn't matter. Google it right now, Chris. Parkinson's okay. law. I believe that so it says. Sounds a bit shaky to me. The, not appropriate. Not appropriate with your humor over there. Um, a task will expand to the amount of time that you give to it. Meaning, if you give yourself, 
Yeah, it was Parkinson's. Oh, I just gave her a thumbs up. You guys couldn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm right. Like, I got to pretend I'm not here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thumbs up. Uh, yeah, it's Parkinson's law. So essentially what that means is if you give yourself four hours to pack for a trip, it's going to take four hours. If you give yourself four minutes, you're going to pack in four minutes because you only have four minutes. The same thing is true when it comes to a work task. If you're lesson planning and you give yourself the whole weekend to do your lesson plans, it's going to take the whole weekend. If you say to yourself, I lesson plan, you know, in the first hour after school every day so that I'm always on top of it, I'm ahead of it. If I have extra time, I use it for grading papers or communicating with parents. But like, this is my block. Maybe it's, you know, the 45 minutes before school starts, the hour after school starts, and that's it. Then you're going to get things done in that time. It's about boundaries. Now, in terms of the whole, like, you're going to put on weight due to stress. That's just the fact that people who are saying that are using food as a distraction, not as a solution. So if and when you get stressed out, what is the solution? Not to be confused with the distraction. What is that for you? And that's such an important thing to know and to practice. This is why I talk about becoming a better thinker all the time. Oh my gosh, I'm so stressed. It was such a tough day at work. Maybe your first thought is, so I want pizza. Okay, fine. That's not right. That's not wrong. That's not good. That's not bad. But it's the first thought. So if your goal is to respond to stress well, then first idea is pizza. But what would it look like to respond to this stress well? What am I stressed about? What is the difference between a solution and a distraction? That is what we do when we practice becoming a better thinker. That is what we do through every weekly challenge in the 12 Weeks to Transformation. That's what we do every day with the daily mindset upgrades. But that's what that's about. So that's all I got to say on that one. Yeah. And good luck. Yeah. Have fun. Have fun. Yeah. Have fun. Too many thing, people getting stressed about too many things. I saw a post from Gary Vee today. If you don't know Gary Vee, he's like a marketing guy. Um, he said 99% of stuff doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, so if you want to get stressed out over primary school students, if you want to get stressed about your job, that's your choice, but it's not your only choice. Yeah. I mean, best of luck. And I hope you love it. If yeah. you love it, then you shouldn't get stressed out about it. And loving it is going to come down largely to your perspective. Yeah. Next question. Mm -hmm. Hi, Elizabeth. I found the PP podcast during COVID and there are Please, so many Please, can we things. not call it? Can you call it the Primal Potential Podcast? Because sure. the PP podcast, <laughs> you just can't. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you start over. Let's rewind that. <laughs> Thanks. I'm about to start my first ever full-time. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hi, Elizabeth. I found the Primal Potential podcast during COVID, and there are so many things you say that have helped me. So thank you. My issue right now is I have too many ideas of things that I want to do as potentially secondary sources of income. My question is, how do you decide which to choose to do and when there's so many ideas you want to try? How do you narrow it down? Well, first, hello, and I'm so glad that you found me, especially during COVID when you could have gone on like a Netflix binge, but here you are. Here we are. So hi, good to, good to connect with you. All right. A <laughs> couple of different ways to think about this. The first is there's so many things you want to try. Try them. Start someplace. There are many things that sound really awesome in theory and sound really terrible when you actually get involved. For example, I was talking to one of my friends the other day and I was like, if I had unlimited time, and I don't, but if I had unlimited time, I would love to do 
an anonymous political podcast. Like I have said for such a long time, where's the common sense voice? And I'm not even going to get into like how I feel on on either side of the aisle because my point isn't really about that at all. But where's the common sense voice of like how money works and how how defense works and how education works and all of these things. I just feel like there's so much um, propaganda and like crap and like just pandering. Mm. There's very, very little common sense. And I have said for years that if there was somebody that just broke it down and spoke straight and called out all the crap and the lies and the things that don't make sense and the things that are behind the curtain that nobody's paying attention to, that this world would be a different place. This country, certainly, at least in the United States, would be a different place. And uh, so I was telling my friend, if I had unlimited time, I would love to do this anonymously, like not have my name attached to it or, you know, anything like that, but just have it be even like a daily 10 minute segment of like, let me break down this idea that you've always heard of and you think it's this or this, but actually these are the common sense things that go into it. Anyway, I use that as an example because when I only know because I have a podcast that that it would be so much more than that, you know, and it, and it would be this massive time thing. And then, you know, there's so many things that go into a podcast in terms of expenses and in terms of getting the word out there and blah, 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 and how much time it takes to grow a podcast, and all these things that like when I think about that, because I've done it, you know, that's not something I want to do right now because mm-hmm. I just have too many other things on my plate. So if you, you can start this very simply, you know, I want this potential secondary source of income. There's so many ideas I want to try. The base level 101 is pick one, try it, right? Give yourself a set amount of time, depending on what it is. Maybe that's you try it out for a month, you try it out for six months, you try it out for a year. That's like the base level thing. If you want to get more, we'll say like academic or scholarly about it, talk to people who do that thing and get their their pros and cons. Don't just talk to one person. Don't just talk to a raving fan, right? When I got started in network marketing, for example, I didn't want to just talk to people who were like, oh my God, network marketing is the best thing in the world because of course, that's what they're going to tell me and that's their perspective. I also wanted to talk to people who didn't feel that way, right? I was one of those people. I was one of the, I don't think this is a good idea initially people. So another way to approach it is, what are the things, what are three different people with three different perspectives, who are three different people with three different perspectives that I can talk to about these things? The other thing that I think is very, very important to consider, let's treat this like a business. How much money do I want to make? How much time do I have to give it? How much money am I willing to invest? And how much time am I willing to give it before I see if it's working, right? Like, because for example, you might say, well, I only have five hours a week. All right, well, for how long are you willing to invest five hours a week before you decide if it's working or not? Because I know for me in network marketing, it's not, it's not a short-term play. It's not a, it's, it's probably not even a, it's probably not even a year-long play. It's longer than that. So, how much money do you want to make? How much time do you want to give it? How much time are you willing to give it before you decide, yes, I'm in or no, I'm not in? But start to really think about it as a business. Because if somebody says to me, well, I want to be making six figures but I'm only willing to put 10 hours a week into it for six months, that's going to really, really, really limit what 
what you can do. And chances are, with something like that, you're going to have to put in a much greater investment. Sure, you got $300,000 to go in and buy a house and pay people to flip it, then you might be able to make six figures in six months if you have that kind of if you have that kind of money and you're paying somebody to do the work. But if you're saying, well, I have 10 hours a week, but I only have $1,000 and I want to be making $1,000 inside of a year, well, we have a lot more options then. So I think you have to get really clear on what you want financially, what you want from a time standpoint. The other thing I would say, and I've done an entire webinar on this, so you can DM me on Instagram if you want the link to it, but you have to consider things like, do I intend to market myself? For me, I've already, I got my hands full with marketing myself for primal potential. I don't want to market myself in a side hustle in the same way. Then technology. Do I want to build out all the tech? Do I want to have to create all of the tech? Like whether that's checkout, whether that's a website, I have to do that with primal. I didn't want to have to do that with a secondary source of income. Now, if you're somebody that's like, yeah, that's something that my sister does or my husband does or something I would really enjoy doing. That opens up a whole lot of options. For me, when I knew I want marketing and customer service and fulfillment and technology taken care of, I don't want to have to do those for myself. That makes it really clear what options I have compared with, oh, I can totally handle fulfillment. Oh, I have the skills to build a website or I know somebody who does those sorts of things. So I know that's a very long-winded answer, but the fact is there's a lot that goes into it. You can certainly just try things and you're going to learn all of those things that I just went through. Or if you want to fast track your process, be more strategic about it. And again, I did a whole webinar on this. If you want the link to it, just DM me and I'll give it to you. Nice. Oh, yeah. Jump in. You got Pick the one. next question. I, I don't need you to echo. I want to echo. I believe you. I think you're right. Okay. All next right, question. Here it is. How do you feel about past self How do you get past self sabotage? <laughs> Easy for you to say. <laughs> I mean, how, what you doing over there? Did I, I just wake you up from a nap? No. How do you get past self sabotage? I don't even think that in 99.9% of cases, what people refer to as self-sabotage is self-sabotage. So I've heard people refer to it in terms of like, I told myself I was going to work out and then I skipped the workout. I sabotaged myself or I said I was going to eat healthy and then I went and I bought cookies. That's self-sabotage. I don't think it is. That's just one bad decision. It's not even a bad decision. It's just a decision that is fueled by Because, like, I can't, the whole labeling of, like, good and bad just makes me a little crazy. Good point. I I shouldn't have said it like that. Yeah. I mean, cookies. Yum. Right? right. The issue is if you said, I'm not having sugar today, and then you go get cookies, and then you feel bad because you broke a promise to yourself. But it's just a decision that you made based on the perspective that you chose in that moment. I don't see that as sabotage. I see that as a very linear and predictable result of how you approach something. If you say... I'm going to work out today. And then all day you're like, oh, I'm just tired. I'll do it later. You know what? I'm not in the mood. If I just just relax today, I'll feel better about it tomorrow. That is not sabotage. That is a predictable decision based on the way you are currently thinking. So I, self-sabotage to me is I deliberately want to hurt myself, harm myself, hold myself back. I rarely meet somebody who deliberately wants to hurt myself, harm myself, cause myself harm, you know, whatever. Yeah. That's just that's just not a thing. I mean, even if, even if you're like, 
I'm not going to have any sugar today. And you go around and you plant your favorite candy like all around your path for the day. And you like put a bowl of it in the car next to you, in the seat next to you in the car. That's not sabotage. That's just a result of however you're thinking, right? And the reason that I point that out, the reason I think it matters that we not refer to it as sabotage is because there's so much freaking drama in that phrase sabotage. Like, I'm bad. I'm doing something bad and I can't get past myself because no matter what I do, I'm going to screw it up for me. No, you're not. That's just that's just drama. What you're doing is making a decision based on the way that you think. And that right there is the exact reason that I'm so passionate about helping people become better thinkers. Mm. It is so incredibly important. And a lot of people say like, I don't, I don't really know how. I don't know what that means. Number one, listen more to the podcast because I say it all the time. But the other thing is, then get invested. It's the thing that will change your life more than anything else, right? It will impact your relationships. It will impact your finances. It'll impact your business. It'll impact your health. It'll impact how you feel about yourself and how you feel about things around you. Saying, I don't know how, is no longer a viable story to tell because the how is everywhere. It, it, everywhere, everywhere, but especially in the primal potential ecosystem. You know what I mean? It's everywhere. Yeah. So I don't think it's self-sabotage. How do you get past breaking a promise you made to yourself or making excuses by becoming a better thinker? Practice. Yeah, And, and yeah, that's the thing. You've got 50 million opportunities in a day to do that. Journaling. That's part of it. Final question. I feel like you've already touched on uh, a couple of times here today. I saw your post on Instagram about becoming a better thinker. And it makes sense. It does make sense. It's something I probably need to do, but I'm not clear on how to do it. Well, that works out. I didn't even know that question was there. Okay. Yeah. She totally doesn't send me these questions ahead of time. No, like literally I (laughs) sent them to you. I literally pulled them and sent them to you two minutes before we started recording. Okay. To get everybody on the same page, because by the time this airs, the Instagram post will have been like a week prior or so. Okay. So if you follow me on Instagram, at Elizabeth Benton, that's where I post the most because to be perfectly honest, and this is no secret because I've said it here before, I hate Facebook. I really do. It's not even on my phone, which is why I'm like never there. Chris is the opposite of me, and Chris keeps Facebook up and running single-handedly. Like, it's the weirdest thing. We are so opposite on every level. And, And the funny thing is you're never on Instagram. No, I'm never on Instagram. But you love Facebook. I don't really love Facebook. It's a love hate that I have with Facebook. It's like sucked in like a magnet from moth to a flame. And all I hear is. It's a wonderful platform for keeping up with people and exchanging ideas, provided people are open to exchanging ideas. And they're not. Okay. All right. So let's get back to that post. So this person is referring to my Instagram post about becoming a better thinker. If you're scrolling on my Instagram and it's not like the first thing you see, it's a picture of me in a hat wearing a mask. And I'm wearing a mask because I'm in the hospital when I made this post. Um, All right. And I'm not in the hospital sick, just in the hospital for a checkup. Anyway, this is what the post said. Your first thoughts aren't wrong, but they're not complete either. And then I said, today I'm in Boston for a routine check on me and baby boy. Boston is about an hour where I live, but I've transferred my care here. Boston is where Dagny died. Boston is where I rode in the front of the ambulance, Dagny in the back, immediately before her heart stopped beating. Needless to say, it's not easy being here. It's definitely not easy being here alone, with Chris not allowed into these appointments because of COVID. 
I'm using this challenging morning as I use many of my challenging moments to practice becoming a better thinker. My first thoughts are of sadness and fear, driving into the city towards a hub of major hospitals. Like literally this area of Boston is just like big hospital, big hospital, big hospital, right? It's like Brigham and Women's, Boston Children's, Mass General. Like they're all in this like one or two block. The medical block. Yeah. So anyway, driving into the city towards the hub of major hospitals, there are ambulances with sirens all around. My first thought is I can't take it. It's a gut-wrenching reminder. I'm choosing, this is what it is to become a better thinker, I'm choosing to remind myself of my angel on earth ambulance driver, Joe. He was a blessing that day. I'm choosing to remind myself that I can remove myself from the center of the story and pray for whoever is in the vehicle and their family. I'm choosing to remind myself that I'm here because I'm pregnant and that is a gift and a blessing. When my first thought as I walk into the hospital lobby is of walking out without Dagny, I'm choosing to remind myself that today I walk in carrying my son and one day we'll leave with our son. The pain and sadness isn't wrong. It isn't bad. It just isn't the whole truth. And that's what it means to me to become a better thinker. So this person says, it's probably something I need becoming a better thinker, but I'm not clear on how to do it. Let me put it to you this way. And I sent this out to my VIP email list. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza. He is a neuroscientist. He's got a really great book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. He puts it this way. By the time we are age 35, I'm, I'm over that, I'm over that hump. Chris, you're over that hump. Um, are you about to give me some bad news? <laughs> no, no, because it's potential. By the time we're age 35, 95% of who we are is a memorized set of behaviors. Does that make sense to you, Chris? Yes. So essentially, we've just memorized the way we react to certain things. And so it's not that it's all we are capable of being, but 95% of who we are by the age of 35 is just who we have practiced being. I was going to say, over, I was thinking in the same thing. Yeah, like practiced over and over and over and over again. The way that The way that you respond to a crappy driver is pretty much predictable because you've, it's not all you're capable of doing. The way you respond to, to me is a practiced thing. It's not all you're capable of, but it's a memorized pattern. And he says, well, I won't even say it the way he says it. Let me just ask you, Chris, since you're sitting here with me. Do you believe, theoretically speaking, that how you think and what you think about influences your future? Yes. Okay. With that said, I do too, very, very much. How you think, what you think about influences. That was a trick question. Here you go. (laughs) Um, So what he says is, every single day, you think 60,000 to 70,000 thoughts in a given day. I feel like he's overestimating me. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it's the little things like, where's my shirt? Where's my hat? Uh, Is the light green? Is the light red? All of those things. So 60,000 to 70,000 thoughts on any given day. And I think he underestimates me. <laughs> I think I've got a good 200,000. So you're making up for mine. Yeah. The average is, is good Average, now. <laughs> yeah. But then he says 90-ish percent of those thoughts are the same every single day, right? So if you think about it like that, no wonder it's hard to change your patterns because you are choosing to think the same way about the same things day in and day out. 
So when I was in the hospital the other day for this checkup on baby boy and everything was fine, thanks to all of you guys who prayed, um, you're amazing and so supportive and so loving and it's amazing. Um, I'm very grateful. When I was in the hospital, this was in my mind that like I can have an experience very much like the last experience where I sat in the waiting room and I cried and there's nothing wrong with that. But what I want is to be a better thinker more and more every single day. So I was like, how can I think about this differently? How can I think about the ambulances differently? How can I think about the waiting room differently? How can I think about the lobby differently? Otherwise, because it is a memorized pattern, you've thought this way about your sister, about your mother, about your work, about your finances, about your food choices, about your body, so many times that it becomes memorized. We have to say, how can I see this differently? And that's why I say your first thought isn't wrong. It isn't bad. It's just memorized. And if you want change, you have to do it differently. Most people go on autopilot throughout their day. So while I'm saying this, you understand. But when you wake up tomorrow, you're not in the rhythm of practice. So there goes another day where you think the same way. Mm -hmm. That is the very reason that I have the daily mindset upgrades. It's the very reason I have the 12 weeks to transformation self-study. I personally believe we have to be intentional and deliberate about our practice. That doesn't mean you need to pay for something. You certainly can do it on your own without spending a dime. It's just a lot harder and a lot slower because we're all going to slip into autopilot. So the daily mindset upgrades, primalpotential.com forward slash text is a good way. The 12 weeks self-study, which has never been more flexible, never been more affordable. You can check that out, primalpotential.com forward slash register, or you can do it solo. But I just want to caution you about solo. Your tendency will be, as is mine, to go back to, to what just, you're used to. It's, it's an, and, and it's not even, I think, a backwards thing. It's just a not go forwards yeah. thing. Because you, just like when you're driving, how many times have you gotten somewhere and you're like, I don't feel like I thought about a single turn I made. <laughs> I don't think I thought like, it's like, where was I? When it's, did I pass those three roads I know I'm supposed to pass? Yeah, like <laughs> you, you just go on autopilot because it is a memorized thing. So that's why I like investing. That's why I invest myself in coaches and different courses and programs because I want that structure and that accountability. I don't want next year to look just like this year. I don't want five years from now to be struggling with the same crap I'm struggling with now. I don't want that for me. I don't want that for you. So yeah, that's what I think about that. Want to say our winner? We, we do have a winner. And do I you remember say, what they're winning? Yes, of course I remember what they're winning. What? Energy Plus. No. No, you are not getting Energy Plus. No. You're getting a Fatco Fat Stick and Sleep Plus. Sleep Plus, yeah, which I really, 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 really like. It's a good alternative because I just don't like melatonin products. Again, before you email me, if you love it and it works for you, cool. Just not my thing. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like the winner today was very worthy um, <laughs> of the prize. And their name is at worthy.heart. Worthy.heart. At worthy.heart. If that is your Instagram handle, email Christopher at primalpotential.com. Within 60 days with your mailing address and just say... I was the winner for 847 of the Sleep Plus and the Fat Co. Fat Stick. Include your mailing address. No matter where in the world you live. Doesn't matter at all. You can live in Nepal. Oshkosh, Bogosh. doesn't matter. Oshkosh, Bogosh. Mm -hmm. Oshkosh is in Wisconsin. Okay, but is it Oshkosh, Bogosh? Well, Bogosh is the name of the clothing company that was started in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. I'm just saying, I didn't say Oshkosh. 
you did, and then you added Bagosh because you know about the clothing. Whatever. If you live in Oshkosh. Kalamazoo. That's where Stryker was. I got a job offer at Stryker, and I almost moved to Kalamazoo. No kidding. Yeah. That was years ago, guys. Don't worry. I'm not considering working for a surgical equipment company Even instead of Primal. Timbuktu. Is that a place? Yes. It's okay. in Africa. At Worthy Heart, we could just sit here and just ramble. So that would be dumb. Wasting your time. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> and please, if you have questions, send them my way. I really love hearing what you want to hear more about. That is super important to me. That's why we do these Saturday shows. So let me know what you would like to hear more about. A great way to do that is via the Primal Potential Facebook page. But you can DM me. You can email me. But just let me know so that we can answer your questions, and we'll do this again next Saturday. Email me if you'd like to hear us just keep rambling on cities as well. Yeah, I'm sure we're going to get a bunch of emails about that. Lots of emails. Yeah. All right, everybody. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform. This is your moment, your moment to move forward and make progress. It's time to see where an education can take you. For over 130 years, Strayer University has been at the forefront of change Offering programs that help students like you get ahead and stay ahead so you can keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.